What is living in lockdown like? As the world tries to make sense of the coronavirus and South Africa is knee-deep in a government-initiated lockdown, we'll be hearing from different voices what they're up to and how they're handling living in the lockdown. All eyes are on Italy right now, the likes of the Italian Chamber, a non-profit organization that supports the Italian South African business community and assists with commercial ventures between the two countries is uh, what we're talking about. Pamina Bora is the Chamber's Secretary General and is going to give us some insight into what the way forward might be. Pamina, thank you so much for making some time for us today. Are you also under lockdown? Where are you? Yes, I'm safely at home. Thank you. Good. Well, I'm very pleased you could join us this morning. Um, Italy's obviously taken the real brunt of this in Europe and uh, particularly Bergamo in, in Lombardy. Um, when when you talk to people, and we've spoken to one or two South Africans who are in Italy, but, but you are in some ways with the, the chamber, the Italian chamber. You guys are connected to so many more people. How are people communicating at the moment what is the situation what stories have you heard um how many italian south africans are connected to families in places like bergamo and and what's going on so in bergamo specifically we actually had an intern at our chamber that left just before the borders were closed so we had a lot of insider information on how families were really suffering on how people have to um say goodbye from a distance to the elderly that are dying and the Images and the stories that are com- coming out of that are really heartbreaking. So as a chamber, apart from being connected to the local businesses, we're obviously also in touch with all the other Italian stakeholders, meaning the embassy, meaning the Italian community. And uh, it's a really, really rough time. It sounds really tough. And, and I know that Italy has uh, has taken a hard knock from all of this, but there must be lessons that we've learned that uh, Italy can pass on to us because we're only at the start of our curve. And I know America America's at the moment starting to accelerate as well. Um, what what kinds of lessons have we learned there that we might be able to implement here in order to avert similar disasters? So the number one lesson is probably that this is something that really has to be taken seriously and that unless actions are taken and taken early, the consequences are really catastrophic. So um, it is really a positive thing. And to be honest, there isn't always much positive in South African politics, but it was a positive thing that our government and our president reacted fast and um, decisively. So um, other lessons that we can learn, and I'm obviously talking to you from a business point of view, is that the economy absolutely needs support, not only during the crisis, but we have to really plan for what comes after this. Because as rough as it is right now, we are going to eventually come out of this crisis. Now, how long this will take and how unscathed or damaged we come out of it really depends on the actions that are taken today. So Italy has also taken um, emergency measures, for example, additional funding for the health system, which is crucial when you're out of resources and, and you don't have enough people and equipment to deal with the sick. Also, they have instituted support for employees so that jobs can be retained and we're seeing the same thing happening in South Africa as well, which is laudable. And the support in Italy, interestingly, also includes freelancers, of which there are really a lot of. Um, then it also, the, the support measures include an injection of uh, liquidity into households and businesses through payment holidays, which is extremely important because imagine even locally, imagine 
imagine someone in the hospitality or events industry or any of the industries that have been completely wiped out by this crisis. There is no way they can meet their payment obligations, pay their staff. And even if you lock down a facility completely, you still have costs. You still have to pay your insurance. You may have a landlord. You've got security staff that you've got to pay. You've got all your subscriptions, your software, your telephone licenses, etc., that come off as a debit order um, every month. And you will pay these whether your business is open and you're generating revenue or not. So that is the sad reality. Tell me quickly about the, the Italian Chamber in South Africa and what your work entails and who you represent. Okay, so the Italian Chamber was established in 1983 by a group of local Italian South African entrepreneurs. So these were first and second generation entrepreneurs that um, came from Italy or from Italian families and had businesses here. It was established as a non-profit company with members. And then a few years later, it was recognized by the Italian government the government by the Ministry of Economic Development. So typically the chamber has a role of um, supporting members and representing the business interests of the specific community, community or, or category that um, that they represent. So in our case, it's the Italian and South African business relationship. Our main aim is really to promote bilateral trade. We do that by looking for potential business partners yeah. for Italian companies that want to enter the South African market and vice versa. We also look for investment partners. We work very closely with the South African institutions such as the DTI and various industry associations. So this is in a nutshell what we do. However, in this time of crisis, there is obviously a bigger focus on the support element and on really becoming a channel of verified information, which is very important. Because what's flying around on WhatsApp, and I don't know how many platforms you're on, but yesterday alone, I was on Google Hangout, I was on Skype, I was on Teams, I was on Zoom, WhatsApp, (laughs) email, you name it, I've been there. So it can be quite exhausting. And there is so much information being circulated, and it's really important to verify what is official and what isn't. Yeah, there's a lot of fake news, and it makes people even more anxious. And and sometimes they make decisions based on bad information, and then, you know, the costs are very real. Exactly. So, for example, we've set up a portal on our website where we are um, publishing all the official information. And in this particular situation, it's very important for businesses to know um, what they need to do. So, for example, if there is a call for um, PPE, for um, protective equipment, it is important that that gets filtered through to the right businesses that can actually respond to that call. If there is a UIF claim to be made in a specific way, it's important for businesses to know what the deadlines are and how they apply. So all of that information is, is what we channel. I appreciate very much, Pamina, you talking to us. And thank you for the work that you and the Italian Chamber are doing, not just for the Italian community, but for South Africa, because having this this route to useful information is, I think, very, very handy at this time. Thank you. Thank you.